0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Lacrosse bucket Podcast. Tanner DeWing here with you as always, and it's World Indoor Lacrosse Championship time. So, thought I'd go over uh, day by day, just a little recap of the previous day's action. As we have 20 countries competing this year uh with multiple new ones, um Costa Rica, Mexico, Netherlands and one more. I cannot think of what that other new one is. Um <clears throat> but multiple new countries competing this year. Um oh my gosh, I cannot think of that. Other new country, Hong Kong, Hong Kong, there it is, Hong Kong. Um, So twenty countries this year at Lang at uh, the World Indoor Lacrosse Championships in Langley, British Columbia. Day one got underway yesterday, with eight games on deck, Um, eight games on the docket today as well. Um, The first two are currently underway, Uh, Costa Rica. And Austria, and Sweden, and Finland, uh, both Orange Group, uh, pool, whatever you want to call it, uh, games, Finland, Sweden, uh, Sweden, Costa Rica, and Austria, are. So, day one. In, like, day, the first day, the first two, three days of, and really all of pool play in, 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 in any of these things <clears throat> is going to be kind of shaky. And there's not a lot that you can take away from some of these games, especially with some of these newer countries. But, there have been some very good games already through the first day. And there have been some highlights and some really cool stories that have come out already. Um, so day one, uh, scoreboard here, uh, Australia beat Costa Rica 20 to 1. Scotland and Slovakia, Slovakia won 24 to 13. Finland beat Austria 20 to 5. Serbia beat Switzerland 8 to 6. That was the closest game of the day. Uh, both those teams very, very close in uh competition there. Uh yellow group members there. Um the Iroquois nationals Iroquois nationals beat Israel seventeen to six. Czech Republic beat Mexico twenty nine to six. Canada annihilated USA sixteen to six. Netherlands beat Ireland 11 to 8 and that's where I want to start Netherlands and Ireland Ireland comes into this as I believe they were the seventh seed in the tournament coming in and Netherlands was 17th uh, the, the, the the newer teams they just kind of put in the bottom there um, so really they were you know out of 20 the bottom, what, three, four or teams that have never competed before here, so they're kind of all in the same mix there. But Netherlands upset Ireland eleven to eight <clears throat> excuse me in their uh opening game. And Netherlands they have I did a preview for a couple of teams uh when they announced their rosters. Called teams that had some interesting stories uh whatnot. And Netherlands, this is actually a team that, out of all the new teams I was looking at, as a team that could possibly make some headway here, um, and they did. They upset Ireland eleven to eight. Um, <clears throat> and when you look at Netherlands, they are a much better team than people give them credit for, and it all goes down to coaching, coaching, and they've a lot of these guys have played together in some of those tournaments over in Europe like the Al Shebreszky and others. Um Netherlands. Their head coach, Neil Powers, the Palace family, synonymous with the lacrosse. I believe most of the other guys are um homegrown coaches. I know the one coaches um Chad D uh Jagar, I believe is what how you pronounce that? No, um, uh no R- R2 I believe he he may be the those maybe the only two guys that are homegrown guys on the staff. Um and they have a lot of homegrown talent on the roster, um, but certainly a couple of Canadian uh, you know, import players or heritage players, um, if you want to call them that. And one of those guys actually played very well uh, last night. A Coquitlam natum, Andrew Gallant, uh, plays goalie for the Netherlands. He was one of my three stars of day one. You can check out day one recap up at lacrossebucket.com. 26... 26- Saves, oh, excuse me, twenty four saves, off of twenty six shots, only allowed two goals. Now, he came in about midway through the second, I believe. He played thirty. He played about thirty three minutes in the game, thirty two fifty eight, um, to be exact. Ninety two percent save percentage, and you no. Know, obviously was on on fire and really a big reason why they won that game um yeah the first goalie, who is go back to the roster on here they the guy they started in that kevin dblo De bloomin De boone. Uh, is a netherlands homegrown guy. Uh he played about t- roughly 12 minutes in the game allowed you know, only had one save out of five shots and through those first about you no know, first period or so uh first quarter uh didn't really do much they put go on and and it was a game changer um especially down the stretch there. Um, so, Netherlands, big, big upset in day one. Very, very good to see um, a team like that. Who, and, and, and as I mentioned, like they had played together in some serious tournaments in Europe and have Canadian import players like Geraint that I mentioned who can really help them. But, The bulk of those guys are homegrown guys. Ireland, I know they have a couple uh, Canadian import players, and I know they do have uh, a big homegrown base um, as well over there. I believe this is Ireland's... Ireland, this is their... So they played in 2007, 2011, and 2015. So this is their fourth time. Being here, this is the fifth tournament, uh, World Indoor Boxer Cross Championships. Outside of that uh, Netherlands-Ireland game, I mentioned Switzerland and Serbia. That was a close one. I didn't get to see much of that. But... Went back, looked at some, saw some highlights of it and whatnot. Um, Switzerland and Serbia, both two teams that, I, I don't know exactly where they um, rank in that, <clears throat> um, in the seedings, uh, but two teams that are both, you know, fairly competitive um, in Box across uh Serbia has Nick uh, B- uh Billich, from uh defenseman from plays uh f- from Canada plays for the Saskatchewan Rush. They also have uh Sobia also has two guys, uh, Spencer Chris and Ste uh Stephen Chris Spencer forward uh Ste uh Steven uh Stavon, a defenseman. From Lexington, Kentucky. About 50 minutes from Louisville, where I am currently. So, gotta give a shout out to the Kentucky guys in there. That was a good game there. And really, a a lot of it comes down this first day is like, who has the best goaltending and who... Can actually get the ball settled and get pat- put it in the back of the net and it- it's plain and simple it's you know th- there's a lot of teams that can't do that a lot of teams that cannot do that you look at a team like Slovakia and Czech Republic they put up plus twenty on no lesser teams Czech Republic beat Mexico Slovakia beat Scotland um I mean, those are probably the two of, in Finland as well, put up, they put up 20. Um, you look in their respective divisions, and those are probably the teams that are going to make it out. Um, but one thing looking, you no know, going forward is how are some of these teams that played really good on day one, how are they going to continue that as they play? Maybe, maybe they didn't play... Uh, such a great opponent on day one as they will on day two or day three. How are they going to progress? How is that going to hold up? And another thing, you only get one day off in this tournament, in pool play. So, you know, that one day off, you got to use that to your advantage to, to rest up, uh, get healthy, and, you know, get everybody back back on track. Um, moving to the blue group here I just want to talk about that for a minute because that is the top two uh Iroquois Nationals beat Israel 17 to six Canada beats USA 16 to six um I watched both these games Iroquois and Canada obviously the two favorites Canada is undefeated you know as a Ball says undefeated never lost <laughs> um They've never lost in the WILC. And they continued that streak last night as they dominated the USA. Um, But first off, I want to talk about this Iroquois israel game before we get into USA-Canada. Iroquois and Israel. Uh, I have a recap up on this on lacrossebucket.com. I'll link that down in the show notes um, as well as our day one recap in the USA and Canada recap. Um, This was one of kind of... A lot of what you see with some of these games in the first half is like, really, first quarter is like, especially in the blue group where you have more experienced teams, it's like, okay, we're going to try to fuel each other out in this first quarter. If we can get up and get ahead, let's do it. But if we can't, that's fine too. We'll just burn them in the second half. And that's kind of what happened here with the Iroquois Israel, they have a fantastic goaltender in Zach Higgins, who plays. Um, actually, just got traded to the Philadelphia Wings over the summer from the Buffalo Bandits, and I think he'll he he's gonna have an opportunity to to fight for that starting position there. Uh, with I believe Goa Abrams, who played uh, a little bit in the game for USA, um, but Zach Higgins. And, I mean, you know the Iroquois. They are known for that fast-paced offense. They The ball is always moving. It is like hot potato out there. I mean, and that's one thing that is so, makes the Iroquois so fun to watch is the ball is never in their stick for more than, you uh, know, two, three seconds. And that that is, that's something that, that, as a defense and as a goaltender even if you're as good as as a Zach Higgins is or even when they play Canada like that's something that they're gonna have to lean on and they leaned on it in this game they leaned on it in every game is their offense is just so much better than really anybody else's because of the pace of play they play at and they really just wore Israel down in that second half and you could see Israel Day, you know, some frustration. Um, there was a little bit of a scrum, uh, Tony uh, uh, Seamish, uh, who plays. He he was signed to the San Diego Seals. But, yeah, San Diego Seals. He went to training camp in the PLL with Atlas, ended up getting cut. Played in the NFL for a few years. Played tight end. Played at college football at Northern Illinois. Was a tight end there as well. He's a big dude. Uh, kind of ran in the goaltender. Um, and the Iroquois goaltender, Warren Hill. And we'll talk about another Iroquois goaltender and a forward here in a second. Kyle Jackson him getting a little shoving match, whatever. Um, so, uh, Seamish gets, gets ejected because uh, some other sports uh, transpired. Uh, some of the scrums transpired from that. Uh, it was about two or three minutes left in the game. But, I mean, you really could just see Israel just wear down. Um, but this Iroquois national team, very, very good. And one thing, uh, you know, they did this mostly without Lyle Thompson. Uh, Lyle Thompson went down with an apparent ankle injury in the first two, three minutes of the game. Um, went back to the locker room, never came back out. Um, I don't know the extent of that injury. I hope Lyle Thompson is back because I don't know if they will beat Canada without Lyle Thompson. I think they can compete with Canada without Lyle Thompson. Certainly they can. Um, in addition, Doug Jameson, the starting goaltender, went down – uh, about early midway through the third, uh, with an injury, he never came back. Came back in. Uh, Warren Hill took over uh, in between the pipes and played fairly well. Uh, but again, at that time, well, it, it, Israel was kind of trying to mount a comeback at that time. But really, did they didn't do much past you know midway through the third. They didn't really do much of anything at all. Iroquois went on like a twelve goal run to end the game from, like, late in the third to a final buzzer and just ran away with it. Um, so those are two just two things to watch there. Uh, for the Iroquois team, those two injuries, hopefully those guys are back. Uh, Canada, USA. Canada. Okay. This one, I watched this one all the way through, and, it you know, it is apparent that, and I'm going to say this, I I say this, I'm not saying this lightly at all. You know, as someone who lives in, in, as someone who lives down here in the States, U.S. Box Lacrosse is a complete joke. It is a complete joke. And I don't know what the U.S. has to do. But, I mean, I knew they were going to get killed in this game. Everybody knew they were going to get killed in this game. And I I just want to go off on this one thing. The guys that the U.S. has out there, I don't even think should be out there. Like, there are guys that tried out for this team that I thought should have made it over the guys they put in there. Now, and I will say this, Tom Schreiber... Is out with an injury. Matt Lambo and a couple other guys are playing the PLL championship game. They will be there on you know Sunday or Monday. So, but even with those guys, I think they lose by ten, which they did. It's just a joke. It, it it's an absolute joke. And like, the the one big thing for for the USA was the defense kept on improving, which was great to see throughout the game, but they couldn't generate any offense. You have Blaze Reardon and Kieran McArdle as the only two scorers in this game. Each had a hat trick. Now, you can't tell me that those two guys are going to beat any other team in this tournament. When you only have two guys that can score, and I believe all the passes or all the goals were unassisted, besides two, that Ken McArdle assisted. Two boys rooted. Like, there's the, has to be more production there for, for USA. Canada, they are stacked. They are loaded. Okay? You know, it was a game before the game. Who are they going to start in goal? Dylan Ward. Christian Del Bianco, Mike Poolin. Three future Hall of Famers right there. Okay. Okay. Who's going to get scratched in this game? All the guys got scratched? Future Hall of Famers. This team is absolutely stacked. Like they always are. Canada is the best of the best. The Iroquois right there behind them. It's those two teams and nobody else. It's not even a competition. And, like, well, it was a little bit back and forth at the beginning, and the USA's defense did some things early on that really uh, spooked the Canada offense. But as soon as the USA keeps, gets penalties, the sooner Canada scores. But the, the first goal was... A, uh, Curtis uh Dixon behind the back feed to Ben McIntosh just p- puts it puts it right on the inside on a power play goal. Um Canada's just awesome. Like it like that's it I mean, Canada and your core, like are just fun teams to watch. USA, you watch and you're like, Bro, what are you doing? <laughs> like what is this? And I I I'll say this one thing. The USA was able to get a couple of runouts and the, like the 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 thing that really set the difference was the USA they would get fast breaks and they would get trail they I mean a trailer would be right there behind them and just take take that opportunity away. Canada would get runouts and score. So I don't know Does Canada have faster guys than the U.S.? Is the U.S. just too slow? I don't know. I don't know what the answer is to that question. But I just know Canada was much better on those fast-break opportunities than the U.S.A. was. That and power-play opportunities really set the difference in this game. And, like, I'm going to say this, if the U.S.A. had Tom Schreiber, I think it would have been closer because he... Because those I mean he knows how to play. I mean you you could put Tom Schreiber on any team and I'd say yeah they're at least gonna win one game that they you might well it's gonna be a closer game against the best team than you might think it will be because they have Tom Schreiber. That's just the kind of player he is. He's outstanding. <laughs> But, beyond that, you know, just the development of box costs in the U.S. has to be better. Has to be better. Canada, they got it. Canada figured it out like a hundred years ago. USA has been... been lagging behind. Canada, Iroquois, taking it all. Now, before we go here, just want to go over... uh, some highlights from day one. Um as I mentioned that Ireland uh Ireland Netherlands game, Netherlands beats Ireland. Um yeah Kyle Jackson made uh sports center with his uh you know one handed finish over uh, the Iroquois or the uh Israel goaltender playing for the Iroquois. And Curtis Dixon just Took flight against the US in their dominating victory, which is Canada's third goal of the game. He just comes from the far away and just zoop right over the crease. That is all we have for day one of the World Indoor Lacrosse Championships. Check back tomorrow for a recap of day two, and every day. After that, for the next week or so, as the tournament gets deeper and deeper. And best of luck to all the teams at the World Indoor World Championships this year. Hopefully, it is a fantastic one. And we're all smiling at the end of this.